everybody. This is Lauren again. This is number three episode of the Healthy Bites podcast, the down low on vitamin D. So I'm so glad to have you with me today. This podcast is brought to you by Health Hope Vitality, providing personal training and nutrition guidance online from the comfort of your own home. Visit healthhopevitality.com to get started with your free consultation. And for the most researched nutritional products on the planet, please visit breeden.juiceplus.com. Okay, so the down low on vitamin D. Uh, Vitamin D is... It's something that I've known a little bit about for for quite some time now. So why does this matter? <laughs> so I actually have a condition called MTHFR. Now, obviously, that's an acronym. Don't ask me what it stands for, because even if I look up what it means, I'm probably not going to be able to pronounce it. But essentially what it means, um, it's a a genetic condition. So my mom has MTHFR, um, and it essentially affects the way that some nutrients are absorbed. So for example, B vitamins are very hard for my body to absorb, but so is vitamin D. So I have to take pretty high levels um, of these supplements um, in order to just feel like a human being. So let me pull up some of the research here that I have looked up on this subject. The thing about vitamin D, it's widely known as the sunshine vitamin, okay? And that's because the sun can provide Um, a little bit of vitamin D for our bodies. So vitamin D is a nutrient that we eat and it's a hormone that our bodies make. And so when we get that sun exposure, our body makes that hormone. It makes vitamin D um, all on its own. This is something that I did not know until I actually saw a dietitian for a while. Um, It's a fat soluble vitamin. So if you're taking a vitamin D supplement, you need to combine that with a fat of some sort. So for me, I use vitamin D drops in the morning and I always have it with my morning shake that has some peanut butter in it. And so that's my fat to kind of help it um, be absorbed, which is even more important for me since I do have MTHFR. So it's a fat soluble vitamin that's been long been known to help the body absorb and retain calcium and phosphorus. Laboratory studies show that vitamin D can reduce cancer cell growth, help control infections, and also reduce inflammation. Um, and by the way, this is actually from the website, um, the School of Public Health um, at harvard.edu. So, and as always, guys, I will um, post the links to every website, every article that I referenced on this podcast as well. And actually, come to think of it, I do have a, goodness, it's probably a couple years old at this point, but I did a YouTube video about MTHFR and kind of what that is. Um, And that, no, it's not a cuss word, even though when you write it down, it looks like it very well could be very close to a cuss word, but it's not. So I will also put that in the links available for this podcast. Okay, the unfortunate part about vitamin D is that there's not a whole lot of foods that contain vitamin D. Some people think that, you know, it's it's good enough just to just go out in the sun. I'm just gonna, you know, boost my vitamin D by going out in the sun. 
Well, that's that's a great that's a great idea. <laughs> but the difficulty with getting it through the sun, however, is that uh, for one thing, your absorption of the sun's rays, and it has to be the UVB rays that provide the vitamin D hormone for us. The absorption is impacted by where you live. What's the weather like outside today? Uh, Are you wearing clothing that covers most of your skin? Do you have dark skin? Um, All of those things can impact how much vitamin D your body is going to be able to absorb from the sun itself. So according to healthline.com, which is one of the main websites that I go to for research-based information, you it's more most efficient if you go out and get some sun exposure around midday. This is just generally when UVB rays are the most intense. And so depending on where you live, this may look like 13 minutes of midday sun exposure, or it could mean 30 minutes. Um, So on this website in particular, it says, for example, in the UK, 13 minutes of midday sunlight exposure during summer three times per week is enough to maintain healthy levels among Caucasian adults. Another study found that 30 minutes of midday summer sun exposure in Oslo, Norway was equivalent to consuming 10 to 20,000 IU of vitamin D. So that's quite a bit, right? But if I think about where, where I am in Texas, we have some pretty intense summers here and they get very, very hot. So yeah, I could probably go out and um, I am pale, 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 pale. I am so white. <laughs> I do have um, a good portion of Irish in me. And so I am very, very pale. Um, so it may not take a whole lot of sun exposure for me to get a decent amount of vitamin D boost uh, for my body. However, if you are one of my dark and gorgeous friends out there, it may not, uh, it, you may need more sun exposure. So, um, and of course this is, you know, there's so many things that I think about with this. <laughs> so like I even think about, okay, is there research out there on, is there a portion of our body that absorbs vitamin D better? Um, obviously if you're wearing sunscreen, you're not going to be absorbing those UVB rays because sunscreen is made to deflect those UVB rays. Because UVB rays, now here's kind of the fine print about all this, okay? UVB rays are the ones that make us tan or maybe make you tan. I don't tan. I just burn. But if you do tan, the UVB rays are the ones that are going to do it. But it's the tanning rays that are also closely linked to skin cancer, Uh, melanoma or skin cancer is the deadliest form of cancer out there. So um, Healthline definitely does not recommend, you know, don't go to a tanning bed to try and get your vitamin D in. Um, You know, definitely if, you know, if you have a job indoors, if you're not able to get outside, or if you're in a place, you know, maybe like Seattle or London that cloudy and rainy most of the time, then, you know, for me personally, I would just think that getting a high quality vitamin D supplement would be better. So the commonly recommended daily dose of vitamin D is 600 IU. So that's not a whole lot, honestly. And unfortunately, you know, most foods 
don't have a very high amount of vitamin D in them. And so most people are getting maybe like 150 IU um, a day through their food. So in that case, it, it could be beneficial to just take a high quality vitamin D supplement. So vitamin D supplements are available in two forms. So there's vitamin D2 or ergocalciferol or pre-vitamin D. And then there's also vitamin D3, which is cholecalciferol. (laughs) Both are naturally occurring forms that are produced in the presence of those UVB rays, but D2 is produced in plants and fungi, and D3 is produced in animals, including us humans. So vitamin D production in the skin is the primary natural source of vitamin D, but many people have insufficient levels Um, because of the reasons I mentioned before, you know, depending on where you live or if your skin is dark and beautiful um, or if you're, you know, fully clothed, you know, because of your culture, um, you know, those can all affect the vitamin D levels that we carry around with us. So there's not a ton of research out there as to if, uh, you know, taking more vitamin D is beneficial, but you definitely could develop some vitamin D toxicity. Okay, so vitamin D toxicity, if you are, you know, possibly getting too much vitamin D, your body will tell you by either developing signs of anorexia or having abrupt weight loss or an irregular heartbeat. And last but certainly not least, the hardening of the blood vessels and tissues due to the increased blood levels of calcium. Because remember, vitamin D goes along with calcium. That's why if you, you know, go to the store looking for a vitamin D supplement, you will often see, often see a supplement um, called, you know, calcium vitamin D together because they work in synergy. They work together. They get absorbed together. Uh, Signs of deficiency of vitamin D, um, which can occur from just a lack of vitamin D in your diet or just poor absorption. Like for me, like I don't absorb vitamin D very well. Other instances where vitamin D is poorly absorbed could be in people who have inflammatory bowel disease, such as ulcerative ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease. And people who are obese also tend to have lower blood level um, blood levels of vitamin D. Um, and those who have undergone gastric bypass surgery, which this is very interesting because gastric bypass surgery most often re- typically removes the upper part of that small intestine. And that's actually where vitamin D is absorbed. So prolonged vitamin D deficiency can lead to rickets or osteomalacia. Again, those are also um, tied to calcium deficiencies as well. So just some things to remember. Now for me, um, my primary care physician is a functional medicine doctor and under his guidance and care, I actually take 20,000 IU of D3 a day. Now, you may gasp. (laughs) You may be shocked at how much that is. Um, And that's honestly why I just buy drops. I buy buy a, a good quality vitamin D drops off of Amazon. And that's why, because I don't want to take 10 pills. So usually on my blood work, it will show that I have only slightly elevated levels of vitamin D. And I would much rather be on that slightly elevated level than not enough. Um, Because when I wasn't getting enough vitamin D, my goodness, I was so tired. I was just so tired all the time. It's been a long 
long, long road for me to kind of get to a good, healthy place, especially considering my lupus. This is not listed on any of the articles out there, but something that I would also be concerned or um, I guess thinking about is if you don't have a gallbladder. So I have a couple of clients that I see for some nutrition guidance um, and for personal training. And neither one of them have their gallbladders and neither do I. And so that's kind of how I have this personal experience without having a gallbladder. Um, Because the gallbladder, you know, it's thought to just be this unimportant organ. You don't need it. (laughs) But really, the gallbladder does have a very important uh, part to play in our gastric and our digestive system. And so may also be something to consider. Now, when I initially started on my vitamin D supplements, I think I may have still had my gallbladder. I honestly cannot really recall, but I know that it's just goodness. It's caused one problem after another and another and another ever since having my gallbladder removed. So And finally, one more article that I want to share with you guys. Um, This is from PubMed from the National Library of Medicine. The title of this article is Vitamin D Deficiency May Be a Risk Factor for Recurrent Pregnancy Losses by Increasing Cellular Immunity and Autoimmunity. And so here's what's known. Vitamin D deficiency in pregnant women is associated with increased risk of obstetrical I'm having trouble today. I'm sorry. Obstetrical complications such as preeclampsia, bacterial vaginosis, associated preterm delivery, gestational diabetes, and small for gestational age births. And so this is not a huge study. This was only 133 women um, with recurrent pregnancy losses, so multiple miscarriages. And basically what they found is that 63 out of 133 women, so almost half, it was 47.4%, had low vitamin D levels. And so this is definitely not a conclusive study, obviously, but it is something to consider if you do have the unfortunate history of multiple miscarriages, you know, maybe see what your vitamin D levels are um, if you haven't already looked into that. So I hope that provides a little bit of insight for the the down low on vitamin D, kind of what it is, where you can get it. I'm not an affiliate for any certain product available on Amazon, so I won't be specific in that. But basically, I always believe that you get what you pay for, especially when it comes to Amazon. I don't even always just go by the reviews. I mean, that's important to me, but you can get a vitamin D supplement that's five bucks and it has five-star reviews. And there's no research to back up that it's actually being absorbed by your blood (laughs) or in your body. So you get what you pay for. But anyways, I hope that helps a little bit. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you later. 